The book of Proverbs tonight, Proverbs chapter number 26, Proverbs chapter number 26. And uh, several weeks ago, we uh, brought a Bible study from Proverbs 26, and we uh, talked about the fool, and then uh, we saw the slothful the next week. And uh, as I, I didn't intend on working my way through the chapter, uh, but what I've kind of settled into, and I've mentioned this to you in previous services, is we're going to take different characters from the book of Proverbs, uh, see what the Bible has to say about them and uh, how to deal with them, avoid becoming them, uh, and some of them will be good. They won't all be uh, those that we need to stay away from. Uh, we certainly need to be mindful of that, uh, but we're also told how to be wise, uh, prudent, those things as well. And so uh, we'll just work our way through uh, this, and uh, some uh, we can't cover in one Wednesday night Bible study uh, because the Bible has a lot to say about them, uh, so uh, we'll get to different, them in different Bible studies, but tonight... Uh, we're going to look at one that uh, we need to be on guard against. Uh, we need to stay. We need to avoid becoming. Uh, we need to uh, avoid them. And I'll say more about that as we get into the scripture. So, uh, Proverbs chapter number twenty-six. We'll begin reading in verse number seventeen. He that passeth by and meddleth with strife, belonging not to him, is like one that taketh a dog by the ears. As a madman who casteth firebrands, arrows, and death. So is the man that deceiveth his neighbor, and saith, Am not I in sport? Where no wood is, there the fire goeth out. So where there is no talebearer, the strife ceaseth. As coals are to burning coals, and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. The words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Burning lips and a wicked heart are like a potsherd covered with silver dross. He that hateth dissembleth with his lips, and layeth up deceit within him. When he speaketh fair, believe him not, for there are seven abominations in his heart. Whose hatred is covered by deceit, his wickedness shall be showed before the whole congregation. Whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein, and he that rolleth a stone, it will return upon him. A lying tongue hateth those that are afflicted by it, and a flattering mouth worketh ruin. Uh, tonight... As we see in verse number 20, a talebearer is mentioned. Verse number 22, a talebearer is mentioned. And so tonight we're going to uh, speak on dealing with the talebearer. Dealing with the talebearer. So ask the Lord to help us. Father, I pray that you would uh, use the message tonight. May it give us the instruction that we, we need. Father, our flesh is prone to different things. And Father, may we be reminded by your word tonight that uh, there are some things that we need to avoid, uh, the source of where uh, these things come from, and uh, what we need to do uh, when confronted with them. Father, I pray uh, that your people would continue to seek to honor you, and may we be helped tonight, for it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. As we deal with the talebearer in, in the book of Proverbs this evening, uh, I remind you what I've already alluded to before I, uh, I read the scripture taking a different character, a different characterization of, of characters in the Bible. And what is a slothful individual? We've already seen. What is a fool? And tonight we're going to look at a tell-bearer. The book of Proverbs is a wonderful book. It's a book of wisdom. Uh, most of us, if, if you're in the habit of reading your Bible every day, which I would encourage everybody to be in, uh, you probably read a Proverbs every single day. 
If you follow the reading chart on the back of our bulletin, you're going to be in the book. There's wisdom there. Uh, it's practical application of Bible principles. And if we would get Bible principles and establish them in our life and in our heart, it would help us uh, avoid certain things. It would help us stay on the right track. And much of the time, uh, we say avoid certain things, whether we like to admit this or not, or we like to accept this or not, really what that means is avoiding certain people. Because evil doesn't just float through the air in the the ether. It comes in the form of a person. Um, Temptation doesn't just float through the air. I've got to avoid temptation. Like we're we're looking for some spirit to come smack us in the side side of the head. That's not how it happens. It comes in the form of somebody or something that somebody has uh, presented. Uh, likewise, uh, has anybody ever been a blessing to you? It comes in the form of an individual. God uses that individual. And so people are used. We're going to be used for good or for evil. We're going to be used for uh, the propagation of good things or the propagation of evil things. Uh, And so uh, we need to be reminded of that. We need to be mindful of that. One of, uh, let me give you a definition uh, this evening of a tell bearer. A simple definition is a person uh, who makes mischief by meddling in the affairs of the other. He does so uh, with malicious intent. Um, I want to point out right out, out of the gate that the tell bearer is somebody who tells, tells. Um, the we would call we might call them a gossip. We might call them a discord sower. Um, to tell, bear, bear tells, or to be a tell bearer is to sow discord. I'm not going to take the time to turn to the night, but the Bible speaks very strongly about discord sowing. The Bible calls it an abomination. Uh, what else does he call an abomination? Well, if Christians would stand against all the abominations like they do against the obvious ones of homosexuality, which we should stand against, boy, I think we'd be, we'd be in a much better place. It's a very serious matter that I'm afraid that many times we don't take seriously. So we want to be on guard against this. Now, I want you to notice when the, the word tailbearer is used in verse 20 and the word tailbearer is used in verse 22, it does not differentiate whether the tale is true or false. It makes no differentiation. Sometimes we, we like to justify ourselves, don't we? Well, I just think you need to know this. It's a tale. Well, it's true. It's you're still being a tale bearer. Um, you can slander somebody with something that, you know, some people get saved. They come up, Do you know what they used to be? They used to be lost, just like you. Um, uh, there's no place, and I'm thankful, I'm thankful that, that there's none that I know of, because we just live in this utopia, don't we? And everybody does what they're supposed to do, but we need to be on guard against this, because this can destroy it. Discord sowing, what I'm going to teach you on the night, will destroy this church quicker than, 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 than all the bars in Jacksonville. It'll, it'll destroy this church uh, faster than all of the, 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 the most wicked things that we put on as a label is the most wicked things. And quite frankly, we need to be on just as much, um, truthfully, more on guard uh, against this. And so uh, a couple of observations there I want you to be aware of. It, it's, it's, bearing, it's, it's, it's bearing those tales. 
Um, let's get into the outline. I'm going to jump right into it. I've got seven of them tonight. We're going to see from our, our, our text this evening. Uh, number one, let me say the talebearer is also a busybody. Uh, the New Testament warns about the busybody as well. Um, read, read with me verse number 17. He that passeth by and meddleth with strife, belonging not to him. How many of you got problems? You deal with your own problems. I don't understand somebody wants to get in the middle of somebody else's problems. Um, he that passeth by and meddleth with strife, belonging not to him, is like one that taketh a dog by the ears. I, I, those of you that have a dog, I don't know if you've ever done this. I'm not necessarily recommending this. But just go find a random dog and just grab him by the ears. Now you're in a quandary. As long as I got him by the ear, he's not happy. But if I let him go, he can do something about it. You say, well, that's silly. Not as silly as it is for somebody to get in somebody else's business. The talebearer is also a busy body. This is good for every single one of us to hear. Mind your own business. We're a close-knit church. You're going to discover somebody else's business on accident. Mind your own business. Mind your own business. Uh, you know, I, I want, you know, people tell everybody about everybody else's problems, and, and it's like, you know, have you paid attention to what's going on in your little world? A lot of, there's a lot of problems that could get solved if people would mind their own business. The tailbearer is also a busy body. Um, as your, as, even as your pastor, there's things that I want to avoid knowing about my people. Uh, because there's some things that, quite frankly, as your pastor, still isn't my business. I know that shocks some of you. Um, we have to mind our own business. Um, when we get into somebody else's business, it causes a whole lot of trouble. A tailbearer is also a busy body. Um, don't be a busybody. You know, we, we joke about this, but it's not a funny thing. Well, if you want to know what's going on, go talk to, and every one of you just thought of somebody. I'm glad you didn't say their name out loud. Um, that's not a good thing. That means we're getting in people's business. Well, I just have to know. Why? We bring a lot of drama into our own life. I, I, don't, I, I try to avoid it. You know, here's some, here's some great wisdom, and we've read the way Solomon has worded it. Let me tell you how I word it. Save your drama for your mama. We don't want your drama here. This is good stuff, isn't it? Um, the tail bearers also busy by mind your own business. Did you hear what's going on at this church? No. Do you want to know? I'm worried about what's going on here. Uh, don't be a tell. Well, I, some of the most dangerous words that someone will ever say to you, and we'll get, I'm getting ahead of myself, is I heard. Um, don't get in other people's business. We're close. We should be close. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. We serve the Lord together. What goes on? Is so, now, if somebody's going to harm them, you know, well, these, those kids are out there playing in their traffic. Pastor said to mind my own business. Okay, let's put a little bit of this 
in context. That's not what I'm saying unless we know which kid it is, okay? Uh, that's, that's not what I'm saying tonight. There's some common sense that goes with this. When you get into somebody's business and you have nothing, you can do nothing about the situation, you're in somebody's business when you shouldn't be. Um, number two, I'll get off that one. That's the worst one. Not really, but number two, the tailbearer is not in their right mind. Look at verse number 18. As a madman who casteth firebrands, arrows, and death, so is the man that deceiveth his neighbor and saith, Am not I in sport? He doesn't take seriously the consequences. People who hurt people by getting in their business, by telling tales, they're not in their right mind. Now, that's not a cop-out. You can't plead insanity. But they're not in their right mind. If you, this ought to, this ought to, this ought to alarm all of us. If I want to know what's going on in everybody else's life and I want to talk about it, there's something wrong up here. And the Bible likens it to a madman. It, that's not a man that's angry. That's a madman. That's a crazy person. That's what the Bible likens. Well, pastor, is it really that bad? I don't know. Proverbs is saying they're crazy. They're not in their right mind. There's a madman. The tailbearer is not in their right mind. He, as a madman who casteth firebrands, arrows, and death. Now, if somebody's crazy, you don't want to give them a loaded gun. Somebody is out of their mind, here's some fire. Play with it. That's not what you say. What, what is going, it's the same thing as somebody getting in somebody else's business, and you, we can't use the cop out. Well, that, it's true or it's not true. It doesn't differentiate true or not. It's telling tales, and the Bible likens that individual to somebody that's not in their right mind. As a madman, it's, they're crazy. We say it all the time. Are you crazy? That person's crazy. Solomon is saying this person's not in their right mind. And as we read, in, we end this chapter, they're not in their right mind because of the, the harm they cause and because of the consequences of their actions we'll get to. Number three. I want to read the scripture first. Verse 20. Where there is no, where no wood is, there the fire goeth out. So where there is no tailbearer, the strife ceaseth. Listen carefully, number three. The tailbearer gives life to things that should never live and keeps alive things that should die. The tailbearer gives life to things that should never live and keeps alive things that should die. Where no wood is, the fire goeth out. The tailbearer creates things, creates stories, creates strife that should never live, that should have never been created. Why is there a conflict? Somebody created it. They, they give life to things that should never live. They also keep alive things that should die. Well, I, I, 
I know the things they did before they got right with God. You're a talebearer. But some things should die. Do you, do you realize that if, you know, every once in a while you hear these things, the Internet's going, we're going offline on the Internet, and it's going to be gone. I say, praise God. Thank the Lord. How would I get my gossip, I mean, my news if, if the Internet wasn't there? Thank God. I mean, that would be a wonderful thing for the Internet to just disappear. Uh, well, why? Because we, well, i got to always know what's going on in, 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 in everybody else's world. There's some things that shouldn't have life. They shouldn't have any life. And there's some things kept alive that should die. A tailbearer puts wood and he keeps the fire from going out. Keeps the fire from going out. I don't know why those two still have animosity towards each other. Well, stop putting wood on the fire. Why? This what the, the media is described in our text tonight. They are tailbearers keeping things going. And I don't want to get into all the political the headlines from the last several years, but there are things that have, have been treated like they are real, that everybody knew they weren't real, have been proved now after many years that aren't real, but the media got on and gave life to something that should have never had it. And they keep things alive that should be dead. But the media, we have, it's easy to criticize them, isn't it? We should, be do, we should be careful of not keeping things alive. Well, if, if you knew what I know, make sure nobody does know what you know. Um, because there's things that, anyway, you get the point. Don't put wood and say, Pastor, what are you going to do? And, and let, me, let me tell you how the mind of your pastor a little bit, not everything. I don't know if we're ready for that. Pastor, did you know? Yeah, I'm just waiting for the fire to go out. Stay away from it. Don't put any wood on it. It'll go out. I, I, I just got to take... No, no, you're going to put wood on it. So what are you going to do about it? Let it go out? Every fire will go out if you don't put combustible material on it. Well, Pastor, I'm going to keep this fire going so you can come over here and put it out. As silly as that sounds, sometimes that's, that's, the, way, that's the way it is. Uh, some things will die if you and I let them die. There's some things that should. But if we tell tales, um, you know, this is, and, and I'm, and I'm going I'm to just be very pointed tonight, and I'm just going to park where I want to park for the sake of our church, because I've already said, this will hurt a church. This will destroy a church. This will get people. There's more ch- people who used to serve in a church just like ours. And I was just even going further to say in our church that they're out of church. They're out of the will of God. And it's not because of a beer bottle. It's not because they went to some, 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 some uh, salacious place. It's because of talebearers. So we have to take this seriously. So and so and so and so is mad at each other. You know what you just did? You put wood on it. Don't please don't raise your hand. Please don't raise your hand. 
But you ever been mad at somebody else in this room? Why is everybody looking at me like that? (laughs) And if you give it a little bit of time, you'll get over it. They'll get over it. Sometimes after a conversation, it's like, now I know who I'm supposed to be mad at. I didn't know it until this person came and instructed me who I'm supposed to be offended at, who I'm supposed to be mad at, who I'm upset about. Uh, If we start with the first one, we mind our own business. It's going to help us with this one to let some things die that should die. And some things that will never live because we decided that we weren't going to be a tailbearer. Um, and remember, a tailbearer is somebody who gets in the affairs of another and they, and they, and they tell their tales with malicious intent. Um, let me move on. Number five. The tailbearer is not credible and should not be believed. Well, Pastor, that's your opinion. Just in case. Let's look at verse number 25. When he speaketh fair, Believe him not. When he speaketh fair, about, you know, let, let me back up. I skipped one. That's number five. I'm going back to number four. Scratch that. All right? Now I'm giving you number four. The wounds, you know what's coming next, though. The wounds caused by a tailbearer are hard to heal and sometimes mortal. I'm messing the live stream crew up because they have my outline. Number four, the wounds caused by a terror bearer are hard to heal and sometimes mortal. Look with me at verse number 22. The wounds of a tail bearer are as wounds and they, the words of a tail bearer are as wounds and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. You know, we live in the day of internet and social media and all of that. And people can put words out there and they think there's no accountability. We need to be reminded of what our, our words that are, besides the, the tailbearer, but our words that are hateful, our words that are with anger, our words that, are, at our, that, at, that we respond out of haste, they hurt people. Um, we, need to be, we need to be mindful of that. But the wounds caused by a tailbearer are hard to heal and sometimes mortal. Uh, Verse 22, the words of a tailbearer are as wounds. We can't see the wounds. If, if, if somebody was sitting in here and they had an open wound in their shoulder and an open wound in their leg and an open wound in the back of their head, we'd say, what in the good night? What happened to you? But yet we have, we as Christians... And we probably all experience this. We can sit here and we have wounds, but they're not visible to the eye. And the wounds of a friend hurt more than the wounds of an enemy. You say, well, pastor, they're not my friend. If they go to church with you, they should be your friend. That doesn't mean you have to, 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 to hang out with them all the time. It doesn't mean you got to like everything they do. It doesn't mean, but, but that, that's, that's not the definition of friendship. We got to be looking out for one another. But those words are hard to heal. If I went around the room tonight to every single individual 
and I made you search the recesses of your mind, and you've ever been a victim of a talebearer, it wouldn't take long at all to pull that scab. Well, that, that, that's, it's, it takes a long time, if at all. The, they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. There's not even a womb you can put a Band-Aid on. And that's why, I, permit me to be a little bit selfish when I say this. Be careful in your criticism of your pastor or a pastor. Well, I'm over it now. I still feel it. What's his problem? Be careful of another Christian. That teacher shouldn't have handled it that way. And now somebody else is upset. I know people, they, got, they, they, they became a talebearer because they wanted to get their husband or wife out of church. Then they got right and said, I want to go back. But their spouse said, I'm not going. How did that happen? Wounds. Deep. You can't, it's not even something you can put a Band-Aid on. It's that disease that's inside the belly that can't be seen. The, you know, we, you know my, as many of you have, my wife has been through cancer. And when it was discovered, it could not be seen. If it had not been treated, we know what we know what we know what cancer does. We know what other disease do, does. We know what an infection in a wound can do. Is you can't the point I'm making is you can't see it. If you have a broken bone and it's and I want to describe it to you, I don't want you passing out in the aisle. You're like, hey, there's a problem right there. The problem is we're quick to say something out of anger, out of frustration, out of envy, out of jealousy. Uh, out of whatever we're going through, and we get over it, and our feelings even change, maybe about the person that we lashed out at, or we are we are we are we are we're critical, or we are we were a talebearer about. We're get over it now. We're fine, but the effects are still there. They, I'm saying that to say we need to be very careful of this because of what it causes. You know, a reputation can die. A marriage can die because it's serious. It's mortal. Um, you gotta be very, we got to be very, very careful with, with the consequences. Now, number five. Anybody know what it is? The talebearer is not credible and should not be believed. Verse 23, burning lips and a wicked heart are like a potsherd covered with silver dross. He that hateth dissembleth with his lips. And layeth up deceit with him, within him. When he speaketh fair, believe him not. For there are seven abominations in his heart. The Bible says not to listen. Well, I got to figure out if it's true. That's not what the Bible said. You know, God and his justice, you know what God's justice says? It doesn't matter if it's true or not. You shouldn't be listening to it. Uh, they're not credible. You say, well, Pastor, I, I know, I've known them. We're going to get to the next point, and this is going to be, if we just listen to the Bible and follow the Bible, we'd, we'd solve a lot of our problems. We have to change a lot of our thinking. 
Well, I've always, Pastor, you need to listen to this. You need to believe. I, I, I know. Scouts honor. Well, the Bible says not to listen to you. You're not credible. You know, and this is, this, is, this is what I believe the Bible is saying here. Somebody comes to me and says, I need, I need to talk to you about this and tell you about this, and I want you to know about this, and, and, and they're, they're just there to tell those tales. It has no bearing on any situation that, that they want something to be told. I am not to even listen to it. I'm to say they're not credible. That's what it says. Uh, they're not credible and should not be believed. I, I, I say from time to time that we ought to believe this Bible more than what we see with our eyes. Because this is what's true. But we ought to believe this Bible more than what we hear with our ears. You know, it, I'm a lot, I've become a lot happier. There's, there's several things in my life that, that I've done that's made me a lot happier, and it's taken a lot of drama out of my life. You're wondering what that is? Of course, the greatest day was when I got married, and I remember that was the, that, that just took a lot of, but then I had three girls and all the drama came back. Anyway, um, when I decided I, to the best of my ability, I was going to live a drama-free life, I stopped listening to, I stopped, I stopped watching any kind of news. You know what? I'm happier and I think I'm going to live longer. Now, I'm not telling you you should go home and, and not watch the news. I'm just telling you if you want to live happy, be happier and live longer, don't. Um, pastor just wants us to be uninformed. Sometimes uninformed is better than misinformed, but that's a whole other thing. When I stopped looking at everybody's social media, Man, that became fun. I wonder what they're doing. I wonder what. Now, sometimes, and that's a whole other, I won't get off on that because I'll never get back on. We, 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 we ought to just, it's minding our own business. I don't want, I, I, want, I want to keep my mind where it needs to be. I don't want people to come to me and say, do you know about this and this and this and this? And from time to time, I'll have another preacher say to me, did you hear about what's going on? And I, and I say, no, I didn't. And I really don't want to know. Because we're not supposed to listen to it. Anyway, we got it. The tailbearer is not credible and should not be believed. Do we got that one? Why is that? But I've known them my whole life. They are this and this and this, and they've always been this and this and this. Well, first of all, people change. Second of all, Solomon gives us why they tell tales. Read with, look with me back in verse number 24. He that hateth dissembleth with his lips. Look at verse 26. Whose hatred is covered by deceit, and his wickedness shall be shown before the whole congregation. Number six, the talebearer is motivated by, I just, I just don't want anybody else to get hurt. The talebearer is motivated by justice. 
No, the talebearer is motivated by hatred. Well, pastor, that's extreme. Tell Solomon. Take that up with God. The Bible clearly says in verse number 24, He that hateth dissembles with his lips. Verse 26, we see in verse 25, When he speaketh fair. But especially in today's production, in today's world, in the way information is disseminated, the bigger the story, the less likely it is to be true. Breaking news. Yeah, that ain't true. Um, lot, then it says there's seven abominations in his heart. Verse 26, whose hatred is covered by deceit. So while they tell you the reason why they're telling you, that's deceit. It comes down to there's hatred in their heart. They hate the individual that they're telling to tell. They may hate themselves because of their own spiritual condition. They may hate, there's a lot of tales being told of Bible-believing churches, and they don't, people don't even know the church. They, they've never been to their church. What is it? They hate what it stands for. You got adult children. Let me tell you, my mom and dad were so horrible to me. What'd they do? And they get on social media with their seven followers and let me tell you. What they what did they do? They made me be home on Friday night by eleven o'clock. They wouldn't let me go out with everybody else. They wouldn't let me dress like the world. They wouldn't let me listen to the world's music. They wouldn't let me go 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 do what everybody else did. And then it goes from there and say, they were abusive in their punishment. I was abused. That's code for spanked. I was, I was, I was can you believe that that took place to me? They hate what they stand for. But the Bible says, do we believe the Bible tonight? The Bible says their hatred is covered by deceit. So whatever they, if somebody's bringing a tale, the Bible says don't listen to them. They're not credible. Don't believe them. Well, why would they do that? If I heard that and sincerely asked, why would they do that? Because of hatred. Hatred in their own heart. That is what God says. That's why, friend, tonight, you better handle your bitterness. That person you haven't forgiven, you better forgive them. Why is this world so full of hate? Because it starts with something else that we don't deal with. It's a seed of, of bitterness. It's a seed of rebellion. And in order for that to be wrong, I've got to hate it. God says the talebearer is motivated by hatred. It's, it's, it's a hatred of a person or it's a hatred of a people. It's a hatred of a belief system. I don't know why they would do that. There's, there's hatred in their heart. I don't hate anybody. Well, then don't tell tales. Because that's the motivation. You know, why would, they, why would the media make that up? Because they hate. This, man, this would... 
You know what a revival we would have among Christian people if we would just read Proverbs 26 like once and then apply it to our lives and understand what God says. Uh, Don't listen. What's the motivation? Hatred. Uh, That's a good warning to us. Deal with things in your life. Deal with things in your heart so it doesn't turn into. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a horrible thing to see somebody turn on the very people or institutions that created them. You take people who have benefited from our nation and then turn on it. Well, I wasn't treated fair. And it festers and it festers and it festers. Well, I had, this was done wrong to me. Okay, go, go to that person and say, can we get this right? Um, there's a Bible way to handle that. It can grow into, in the danger, most dangerous words for a Christian, I have to remind myself of this, that would never happen to me. If you have that in your mind, that would never happen to me, you're in a very dangerous place. Well, I would never get to that way. You're in a very dangerous place. The tailbearer is motivated by hatred, number seven. And finally, we've seen what the tailbearer is. We've seen that we're told not to listen to them, not to believe them. We're told what they're motivated by. But we see in number seven, we see what's going to happen. Number seven, the tailbearer eventually will be destroyed. I know, Pastor, some of them get so mad at them and finally just punch them right in the mouth. Well, that may they happen, but that's not what the Bible's talking about. Look at verse 27. Whoso, well, first of all, go at verse 26. Whose hatred is covered by deceit, his wickedness shall be showed before the whole congregation. Whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein. When we, when, we, we, we lay, when we try and hurt somebody with our words, we dig a pit. Now, you take Haman. He built a nice gallows. Who was he building that for? Himself. Man, we got to believe God. We got we to we just, God has said this. I need to hold to it. And I need to, we need a fear of God again. That's right. Our nation needs to fear God. Our, our people need to fear God. We have fear. What's going to happen? Whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein. And he that rolleth a stone, it will return upon him. A lying tongue hateth those that are afflicted by it. And a flattering mouth worketh ruin. The talebearer eventually will be destroyed. How? It's a natural consequence. Somebody gets so full of hatred and, and slander and gossip and discord sowing. Step back. 
if it doesn't have the effect that it desires, they'll destroy themselves. Bitterness, bitterness will, de- will destroy you from the inside out. Bitterness doesn't keep to itself either. Hatred. What's going to happen? They'll be destroyed. How many believe that if God says something, it's going to happen? Okay. Reap what you sow. You ever hear that? Reap what you sow. Well, you think, well, God's not standing up there. No, no, no. When we do certain things, there's an effect that's already in motion. There's laws that God has written. Just like the law, you know, the earth rotates on its axis. God doesn't have to get up every day, every day say, okay, I need to turn it. That law has been written. It's it's self-operating. You're not going to wake up one day and be like, why is the sun rising over there? And No, it, God wrote it. The things that God says, the laws in this book, they're written. And I take this as a very strong warning. Whoever, whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein. Well, Pastor, what does, that, what does that mean? You go back to the wounds that they caused me. Does, does that mean that that's going to be... It means that God will deal with them. Because God takes it very seriously when we wound somebody. And we all have a tendency to say things we shouldn't say from time to time. And when we wound with our words, we ought to make it right, right there, then and there. Well, when they apologize to me for what they said... I don't want to fall in a pit. I, I, don't, I don't want my words to come back. I don't know how all God is going to do that and does that. All I know is God said, for a talebearer, there is self-destruction because those that dig a pit shall fall therein, and he that rolls the stone, it will return upon him. There's the natural consequences, the laws that God has put in place, but they can, always, they can also destroy their own influence. And destroy their own illustration. Be careful. Be careful slandering the pastor to your children. You say, well, of course you, you would say that. Be ca- how do we do that? Well, we just don't agree on that. If you don't, if you don't, you don't have to, you didn't have to sign in blood that you would agree with everything that I say. And by the way, you joined. You put your money in. Well, kids, we just don't buy into everything. You should, by the way. But if you don't agree, that's okay. I still love you. I'm not going to send you an email tomorrow. How many of you agree with everything that pastor says, does? You better check this box or I'm not praying for you. What, 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 what's the point I'm making? Because your kids are going to need a pastor one day. So we would never do that. Be careful. Well, he's not perfect. You just shattered the image of myself. 
Well, he doesn't do everything right. Let me just get this out of the way. I'm not perfect. I don't do everything right. 99.9% of the time, but not everything right. Be careful, because one day, that kid could rebel. And God could have moved you to the other side of the world and say, here's another pastor, or we'll go across town to this pastor, and the kids are going to remember... Well, what does he say? Now, be careful. You can destroy your own children. The person who God put on this planet to be the most positive influence in their life, a school teacher, a, a, a fellow church, a church member, somebody who's 16 right now, but they're going to be 27 one day when your child gets out of the nursery and be in their Sunday school class, and God would have used them. To teach your child, but we can destroy that. We destroy ourselves. We can destroy our own home. We can destroy our future. The the influence that we could have. It's a serious thing to be a talebearer. And in in I've been fairly pointed because the scripture is fairly pointed. But oh, this can destroy. Destroys people. Destroys lives. Well, they should, they should forgive. I'm with you on that. But let me remind you, be very, very careful before you decide to bear a tail. The wounds are deep. Sometimes they're mortal. Be very careful you hurt yourself. Be very careful we hurt the cause of Christ. I believe this with my heart, and this is why I'm very, I'm very, point, the word pointed keeps popping my mind. I'm very, I'm very blunt. I'm very pointed. I, I emphasize this all the time. Somebody get, comes and gets right, and they come in, and they're in good standing with the pastor. They're in good standing with you. Well, they offended me. Well, before they'll be in good standing with the pastor, they can get right with you. Well, I have to know everything they did. Right after you. Well, I don't think they should serve in that way. Well, you serve in that way, and then I'll find another place for them to serve. What will destroy this church is not the outside. And what has destroys more churches and more lives is. And I grew up hearing those old preachers. Oh, the telephone has destroyed more lives than, than the television ever will. I'm like eight years old saying, what in the world? Are they like choking people with a cord? Some of the kids right there are like, telephones with a cord? What's that all about? What, what in the world? But the point was the tongue. Now, it's more lives have been destroyed with the thumbs than with the television. Oh, let's be careful with our words. Let's not be a talebearer. 
Let's, it's, it's easy. And, and this is, there's so many things I, I should say, but I could say about this as an extra warning. That's why be careful with the time you spend with one another. If you run out of things to talk about, you'll talk about people. Be very, very careful. Truth of the matter is, none of us are worthy to serve the Lord. What's the wonderful thing about God? He'll use us and He uses all kinds. And I'm thankful for that. And let's be on guard against being a talebearer, a fool, as we've already seen in this chapter, a sluggard, and uh, maybe next Wednesday we'll talk about a wise one or somebody like that so we can just be in a positive mood the whole time. Um, but I want, I, want, I want to guard my, I have a responsibility to guard my heart. I want to, and by the way, if, if you say, Pastor, this is something that needs, you need to know about as the pastor, I'll listen. Because there are sometimes things I need to know about. But don't come back and say, what'd you do about it? Or, I told Pastor this. So he could handle it. No, if you brought it to the person who can do something about it, in some cases... I'm going to go to, if, if it happens to be related to this, as illustrations in my mind, I'm going to go to the parent and say, this is what was said. This is what somebody else told me. I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just telling you. So you can check into it, do something about it as you see fit. I don't even come back to the parent and say, what would you do about that? Uh, I want to know what ha- we, we got to be very, very careful that, that we don't slander the people that we say we love. We don't hurt. We can hurt. Sometimes they tell bear, they have intent, but we can hurt people when we're not even trying to hurt them. Anybody ever got pulled over for speeding? I was waiting to see if anybody raised their hand. Carlos, you didn't have to raise your hand. With two fingers, right? You know, today... Officer, I didn't realize I was going that fast. Okay. Bottom of the ticket. Didn't realize they were going that fast. Pay in 90 days. I didn't realize that this is something that I was doing. Let's be conscious. We need to be, we need need to live on purpose. If there's something, and we can think of a hundred things that a tale could be about. If I'm confronted with that, what do I do? Got to be on purpose. You know, if somebody's a tale bearer, stay away from them. Stay away from them. Get off of the forums. Stay off of the internet. Turn the news off once in a while. When I've been once in a while, 24 hours a day, you know, turn it off. What I'm saying is you've got to live on purpose. There are things that I don't want in here. Okay, I'll be an equal opportunity. I don't want to say offender. 
But I don't want to hear this side of the media telling me all day long how bad Donald Trump is. I'm going to shock you with this one. I don't want to hear the media over here tell me all day long how bad Joe Biden is. I don't need to be reminded of what I already know. Anyway. Because there are things that I need here and don't need here. There are things that... And I don't know why. Oh, wow, I'm out of time. If, if there's something somebody... Had, some, we pray not, but if somebody gets away from the Lord and they come back, this will help, maybe help somebody. And the pastor helps you get back. I promise you, I forget. Well, didn't that? I'd honestly forgotten. Because I'm not in the business of holding a tally. I'm in the business of helping people so we can all serve the Lord together. One more illustration. Y'all want to start standing while I give it? Start, y'all can stand up. I heard it. Come on. So, come on. <laughs> There's a pastor who I know has, has, has slandered me, has, for some reason, it's probably not the one you're thinking of. There's multiple. <laughs> and I don't agree with him doctrinally. I don't agree with him. And somebody brought something to me that was a very serious I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's not true. I don't know if it's true. So what did you do with that? I rebuked the individual for telling me about it. I'm not saying that to puff myself up. Somebody who's tried to do me much harm, somebody who I think has done the cause of Christ harm, I said, I don't want to hear about it. Because I don't want it in here. What can I do about it? I'm not God. That is to hurt me. I don't want to be hurt I don't want it to hurt me. I don't want to turn around and hurt somebody else. I don't know if any of this has made sense to anybody this week, but um, let's, let's please God with our actions. Let's please God with, with our words. Uh, remember Saturday uh, visitation, Sunday the services, Christmas cookie Sunday, and uh, be in Sunday school, uh, all the different uh, activities and things coming up, and uh, let's... Let's finish the month out strong. That's today. And look forward to next month and finishing the year out strong. Brother Montgomery.